Hi, welcome to another episode of Kingdom Seekers. Today I'm here with one of my very close friends, one of my brothers, uh, Josh. Hello. And uh, Josh actually is one of the people who got me into the prophetic. Um, about hearing from God, about really focusing on his voice, about just um, being in God's presence. And Josh is just some guy like who I love a lot. Um, he's, he's one of the first people I've ever called a brother. Um, that he really felt like a brother to me. He is so much full of joy, of laughter. And I know I've said that so many different times, but I really feel it. How crazy this world is and how much people are struggling with anxiety, depression. I mean, wow, like what a light. And it doesn't ever stop to amaze me how much he brings joy to me and how much like there's always a smile on his face. And uh, <laughs> so uh, Josh, uh, he he has been staying in California going to uh, one of the school programs of Bethel. It's not the BSSM in the ministry, but it's BSSD in the development. And uh, just here today that uh, he had one that's actually come on and joined one of my podcasts just to uh, share in a message that I feel like God has put on his heart and just to see where he, what he's been learning and what he's been um, growing, like what's been going on in his life. So without further ado, Josh, like just, uh, you know, go ahead. Hello. Hi. So, so yeah, I'm thinking right now I'm just going to really just get into prayer right here and just kind of just see where the Holy Spirit's going with this. All right. Father God, I just want to say thank you for those who are listening today, today or tonight. And God, I just ask that you will just bring your presence, truth, and revelation, God. And I, Lord, I just ask that if there's anybody with depression right now, that it will be gone right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, God, depression does not belong there. God, I just ask that there be a reversal of what the enemy has been telling lies and that it'll be replaced by the truth, God. And God, I just ask there be a greater awareness of the prophetic. And Lord, I just ask prophetic dreams will come to anybody that, that you know, that's listening. Or even just, you know, whatever, God. Family, friends, whoever is in their lives, God. Lord, I seal this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, uh, Josh, um, you know, maybe just a little background, but... I know that how much you love about um, prophetic and hearing God's voice, and it's always been like a passion of yours since I've known you. What led you to actually want to pursue that? Um, you know, to be honest, I really think it came from a place of where I, you know, my childhood. Where my childhood, I mostly had, um, you know, to be honest, not good father figures in my life, and so... A lot of times they really spoke negative stuff that I believed. And, you know, when I first encountered just the Holy Spirit speaking and I had other friends that actually showed me, just like I showed you, they they showed me and, you know, I was having time to practice and hearing from the scripture and, it you know, just really hearing God's voice, you know, for the first time really shook me. It actually really changed my reality, how, you know, how God's character is how his nature is and you know who he is you know well loving father yeah you know i was telling my brother tonight as we went for a walk um, with his girlfriend and it is so amazing i will 
always, I'll never, ever stop saying this for the rest of my life. I mean, praise God, please, you know. <laughs> but I love God's voice. I love it. Why? Because I told him, I said, if I said a revelation to you that came to through my own knowledge, it's like, okay, cool. Like a professor tells you something or, you know, someone gives you uh, information like, um, I'll just kind of go with what um, God kind of spoke to me today. He says, sin is heavy, like it weighs you down. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone told me that, great, I kind of already know that. But when God speaks, it's, a, it's, it's just weird how to describe it, but it's like something inside that, that fuels you. It, 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 yes, it's, it is conviction, but it's also like this, whoa, um, this good feeling, this, this, it, it's that revelation, it's like this just... Uh, I it's almost almost impossible to put in words, but it's just like whoa! Like when you say it, there's just power, there's authority, there's amazingness. It's like there's this wonder. It's just like whoa! Like what you speak, it is truth. It is healing. It is power. It is so many different words, and it's so hard to describe. I mean, I've always had a hard time describing it, but um, when he gives me revelation about something. Even if I've heard it from someone else, but when he speaks it, but when he does, it clicks. It makes sense. It's like he gives you me understanding and knowledge mm-hmm. and wisdom. And so um, I guess, you know, speaking on that, what have been some really amazing things that God has spoken to you that have maybe healed you, transformed you? Or not even that. Let's just say the 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 like um what is it when you um words of knowledge just like things like that like yeah. what have been some crazy testimony any any testimony that you would like to share well i think first off um i'm going to say just what you're just speaking about how to explain like you're saying like every time god speaks to you it feels like it just hits like just perfectly like yeah. you know like <laughs> i guess you could say like a hammer to the nail like it's direct mm-hmm. and i i feel like what God's really speaking to me and I've had many encounters like this and a lot of my testimony with that is just um he's basically speaking our language basically um you know God knows how to speak to us mm-hmm. and you know he he would rather speak to us like how we like to how you know just how we like to be spoken to and I'm not saying about I'm not saying truth or twisting truth God doesn't twist truth God is the truth. Jesus is the word. He doesn't twist it, but he's the one that's going to, you know, describe, he's going to like get you different symbology of how, how that truth is. Like, mm-hmm. say like, like, you know, like if, if I see an image of a nail, I'm going to think Jesus on the cross being crucified and all that. But if you see a nail, you might be thinking about when you stubbed your toe on a nail, you know, it hurts so bad. You know, it's kind of like that in a way. Mm-hmm. Like a warning or it could be um, different meaning behind it. And I know that back when I first learned about prophetic, uh, I would always would say like, you know, sometimes the way God speaks to you is kind of like the format. Yeah. You know how, uh, as I guess the best way as I'm thinking of it now, uh, you have VHS tapes, you have DVDs, you have Blu-rays and 4Ks. It's like... 4K, oh my goodness, like sharp quality visuals, like people getting prophetic stuff, and then you have VHS, maybe people not hearing God totally quite right. But uh, the best way I've, I've also heard it too is like a radio. 
Mm-hmm. When you're tuning into God's frequency, it's um sometimes you just have to f- sit still, rest. If you're anxious, it's hard. Um but I always like to describe that this uh, if I had to explain the prophetic and hearing God's God's voice, um I'd like to start usually with the opposite. And I mean, it's, you know, the demonic voices. And why I say that is because um, just like yesterday, it was Christmas. And I said, has anyone ever had like a really negative thought that just randomly came into your head and you had no idea why? Like you weren't even really thinking about it. And it, and it had a certain effect on you because when the enemy speaks, he usually tries to grip you mm. and, and holds you captive to that thought. And it brings, it can bring fear it can bring doubt, insecurities, and, and, and what the enemy does, it pokes. And so if you can recognize that voice, then you know, then you can start deciphering your own thoughts, and then you focus on God's thoughts. And how I like to do that, love, peace, joy, encouraging. And what I always love, the one quote that I love by Bill Johnson is, any thought that does not inspire hope mm-hmm. is rooted, rooted, in a lie. Yeah. Some form of a lie. Like, you're never going to make it. You're never going to pay your bills. They hate you. All these things that... That's not loving. That's not hopeful. That You know, because love hopes for all things. So if it if it's a thought that does not line up with God's word, hmm. then basically what you're hearing is either your own or it's the enemy. Yeah. So then that's really kind of... That's how, that's how you like to say, like, with... With your thoughts, because I know a lot of people, especially nowadays, with COVID and other things, like it's so easy to be so wrapped up in negativity. Yeah, and you know another thing I would kind of say about that too to add on, and I really encourage this because I know there's a lot of the enemy would try to attack the prophetic, and honestly, my testimony of how I got to the prophetic, I actually had a lot of time with mentors teaching me the gospel, teaching me the Bible, like the actual like. You know, the heart, the core of Jesus before I knew anything about the prophetic. And so, you know, really to get more stronger in knowing of God's voice and your voice or, you know, demonic, have being God's presence, really grow that, you know, cultivate just being in God's presence and really read the Bible. You know, the Bible is really the launching point for miracles and just really... You know, the, the the most instance you can get of hearing God's voice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there. Yeah. And ask God about what does that mean? God likes to have conversations. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a start, you know. And and I remember when I first started hearing God's voice, I didn't always ask questions. I would just get the image or whatever, and I would just straight out say it. And then somebody would say, well, what else? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Did you ask God? No. <laughs> yeah and that's it's just that's what god has showed me is like he loves he loves it when we ask him questions and i think there's a lot of times people think you know it's taboo to ask god questions because he's god he's sovereign yes he's sovereign but like you know if you're gonna like ha- like stay in a lie you know it's not really good mm-hmm. ask a brother or sister in christ you know if you don't want to ask God about questions right now, just ask your brothers and sisters in the church. And, you know, a lot of times they're going to hear from God 
and then give you <laughs> give you a word on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, um, just to clarify, I don't always like to say I like to focus on the enemy's voice, but the reason why I said that was so you can discern not to obey, not to agree, because any any thought that any any thought that you agree with that's from the enemy gives it power in a sense, like. Oh, I'm never going to make it. Okay. And then you fall into depression. Mm-hmm. So in a way, like, I'm not... I know it sounds bad. And, you know, maybe I'll change from that, like, perspective of how to hear people's voices as I feel that right now. Um, But the only reason why is because in this season, I've heard the enemy's voices so much. I mean, just targeting my mind. And I'm not proclaiming that over my life, but I'm just saying, like, I have, I have had horrible thoughts, vicious thoughts. And... When I start to recognize this enemy's voice, I just t- I either tune it out or I, I, I literally speak God's scripture. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, though, not every thought is your own, of course, and we live in a spiritual battle, so it's always good to know, like, to recognize and also your own thoughts and how you can weigh that. Okay, that's I don't agree with that thought. I don't agree with that word. Because um, God is my provider. He is my healer, and I believe and I will trust in him. You know, my faith is in Jesus. And so, when you start to hear God's voice, you you know, uh, uh, I will describe the first time that I ever really did that was really interesting. Um, I was laying on the couch listening to some soaking music, and I remember um, just God showing me different places of the world. Like, I had my eyes closed, and I just started seeing images. And I remember just seeing a man in a white robe... Um, or a sash or whatever you call it, what he what he wears in, in the Bible, different translations call it different things, but, um. And I remember just showing me, and he just says, "I want to show you things. I want to take you to different places." And I, may that be literal or you know spiritually in the sense of like teaching me deeper revelation. I remember this. He told me take a deep breath, and I breathed in. And I was at the beach, and as I breathed in, the water came close to the shore, and I breathed out, and the water went all the way back. And he says, I want to reveal things to you. Hmm. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> and I remember he showed me, like, a baby, a toddler, a child, and uh, a teenager, an adult, and he says that you are here, you are a baby right now, but I'm going to grow you. Hmm. And I remember that was down in Redding, California, and going to Bethel's uh, conference, Salt and Light, and... It's just, I remembered that, and I I just held on to that, and that was like the first time I ever remembered, and I remember the album I was listening to, it was uh, uh, the synthetic, whatever, uh, not synthetic, but uh, without words, or whatever, the, their second album, hmm. with, the, with the person's face, you know, and the different red and different red, color, blue, but uh, besides that, like, I just remember... Um, just that moment, because we were tired and we were taking a break in between the conferences and we were resting at the Airbnb, this house that we were staying at. So, I don't know, like, for for everybody, God uh, can speak to you audibly. He can speak to you through thoughts, words of knowledge, a gut feeling, uh, just knowing. It's a, Sometimes, I mean, when you're, when you're starting to learn these things, it's okay if you get it wrong. Um, so... To hear more of God, it comes through obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, a story from Jen Johnson. Uh, she was talking about how she really started hearing God's voice. And it was, she saw this this older couple behind her, a married couple. And God told her, grab a bowl. 
take your hands, dip your hands in the water, and sprinkle it on their face. Hmm. And then when she did that, there was a word that came to her mind to speak out, and she spoke it. And finding out that the couple had been in a, uh, they've had some marriage problems, and just what God spoke, it made the wife cry, it made them both cry, and uh, they said that it was from God, like, it was just interesting, so, um, yeah, so when you um, spend time with God, um, the best way you're going to hear his word, and, and this is actually the best way, read his word. Mm-hmm. Read his word. Read the Bible. So I know I've, I've, I've talked a lot. Um, I am actually just really curious if, Josh, if at, right now, if you have any testimonies that are on your, on your mind. Yeah. I'd um, like to share. You know, I can, I can even just speak about the first time I gave a word to somebody. Um, so, like, it was actually more of a practice. So, like, first time I really encountered the prophetic was actually a... a f- a f- my friend's mother actually kind of was t- t- talking to me about the, about the prophetic. I didn't really know about the prophetic or even the other, you know, nine spiritual gifts and all that, you know. And uh, she was telling me like, hey, you know, we all can hear God's voice. And she's like, how will you prophesy to my daughter since you're over? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, I, I knew a little bit during that time, but like, you know, she was the first one to encourage me to actually, like, try to hear from God, you know. And, like, basically it was just like this word, like, well, it wasn't really a word for us. It was more images. Um, it was just like, I was seeing, like, just these, this storm, like this waves just crashing over my friend Emily. And, like, she took out, like, this shield, and like the these strong waves couldn't kind of penetrate the shield. And I was speaking this over her and I was like, I feel like the shield is the shield of faith and the storms is just like whatever's trying to wear you out and you know, basically that God's you know, God's giving you that this shield of faith and you know, believe what you know what God says over your life. That you know you're gonna go through this. And I didn't know I was really speaking, but she's like, Whoa, like that really speaks to me. And it was like it was simple, but like, it was honestly, when I first gave my first prophetic word, to me it was underwhelming. I was like, man, this just seems so simplistic. But for, for <laughs> Emily, it was, it meant so much. It mm-hmm. actually deeply encouraged her and gave her just more faith, you know, that word. Mm-hmm. And, you know, giving words to people is not supposed to encourages, encourage us. It's supposed to encourage others. Now... I'm going to say this because I, I mean, for my, for my testimony in my life, I feel like God has showed me that there's like two sides to the prophetic. So like the prophetic, I just explain about giving a word is, you know, just this external, like prophetic, you know, like what, what we see in scripture most of the time in, in the church setting like in the Old Testament? Well, Old Testament, but, you know, t- New Testament is the, you know, it is about exhort- exhortation to encourage, to build up somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not to bring anybody down. That's that's one thing to realize that hearing God's voice is not seeing their flaws and all that. Like, you know, everybody can see each other's flaws without a spiritual gift, mm-hmm. you know. 
well, maybe not all things, but the the gift of prophecy is su- supposed to bring people up to, you know, encourage. Um, now, the second side of the of this coin of prophecy, what God showed me is to really cultivate like your personal prophetic like cultivation, like lifestyle It's a prophetic lifestyle and giving prophetic words are the same thing, but they're different. And I think it's important to have both to be aware what to speak to people that God wants you to speak encouragement over, but also live a life of a social life with God. And that's what I'm talking about, a prophetic lifestyle. That, um, you know, it's very important to really just have a lifestyle where you're talking to God and just have the faith what he's going to speak. And it's going to take time. You know, I've, I've been really experiencing God's voice for, I don't know, six to seven years. And, you know, it's, you know, there's times I don't have faith. But there's other times where it's just like, man, I can hear like, like that, just like one second. Was that Greg? You said you want to hear God's voice. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, there was a time when we were up on uh, Pal Butte, and I remember saying, "I don't hear God's voice like you do. He doesn't talk to me like that." And then you said, "Greg, I just hear God's voice, and He's saying that like you're gonna laugh at this moment, and you're gonna look back and be like, wow, He really does speak to me.'" <laughs> and that was really amazing. I've always held on to that. And so, yeah, and and the thing about just hearing God's voice, like, it's for everybody. Like, if you think you can't hear God's voice, it's really your faith. And I'm sorry to say that, but, well, sorry, not sorry. Um, you know, like, because, you know, I've been there myself, like, oh, like, why, why does God want to spend time with me? Why does God want to... Like, speak to me. Like, oh, pity me. Yeah, oh, pity me. You know, it's just like, you know, it's kind of like, you think it's humility, but it's not, you know. It's it's really just bringing yourself down to a place of, like, denying really just the grace God has for us, you know. I would say this, like, um, when it comes to faith, like, um, just so people get an idea. Um, I read this article and it says, first off, to hear God's voice, you have to believe that you can hear God's voice. So, if you automatically say, okay, like if I asked you, do you believe you can hear God's voice? And you said no, then it's going to be a little tough. Um, because first, you have to trust and believe. He says, Jesus says, my sheep will know my voice. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> child, to have a childlike wonder, be curious, question, trust. As a child trusts their parent, as a child, you know, has a billion questions, like, where are we going? How far is that? The, you know, the mom's driving to the store. Why do we drive the cars? How come we don't walk? Why don't we do this? Hey, uh, how does the store have all these groceries? You know, constantly, like a two, three-year-old child would, would do. And, you know, it may sound kind of annoying, but God has patience, so. And he loves to hear your questions. He loves to hear your comments. Um... Now, it's okay to have doubt. Mm-hmm. I always like to use the example of a door that's open or closed. If you have a doubt but the door is open, you're inviting, you're allowing there to be growth. Uh, you're inviting him to come in to you know do something, but the door is closed. It's kind of like he's going to be knocking, and you're like, no, I don't, I don't really care to hear it. I'm sorry. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it's you know it's okay to question. It's okay to question a prophetic word that somebody gives you or what God speaks to you just you know randomly one day. Um, just don't throw it out. You know, at, you know it's good to just ask God about like more questions on that. Like if God gives you prophetic word, question that with Him, and pray that you know you get more confirmation. You know. Yeah. And um, prophetic can be encouraging, it can be a warning, it could be correction. I mean, mm-hmm. because, I mean, you see it through Old Testament and New Testament, like, hey, I had this image of this, and God says, you know, he doesn't want you doing that, but he loves you, and he says there's a way out, and, and I just see this image of this, and or I see this, or I hear this. Um, a fun way... To to hear God's voice, which I did a couple weeks ago in my church, was called a hot seat. Mm. And basically, Josh, as you're sitting in a chair right now, we would designate, okay, God, we're going to pour in whatever you want to say, you know, um, whether it's our own thoughts or not, because we're going to believe and trust. Just like if a child is to ride a bicycle, he falls, but he gets back up and he's practicing. It's okay, like... You're going to make mistakes. God already knows. He's not like a robot. Hey, he's trying to hear my voice. Oh, he's making some struggles. Okay. Like as a good father would, what should I do? Maybe I should get him some training wheels first so he can learn how to pedal. God knows what he's doing. I think it's that part where, okay, God, you take the wheel on this. Like, what you know, as I'm learning, I'm a baby, I'm growing, but I trust and I'm going to make mistakes. And I think that's the first thing. Don't worry about mistakes. Don't worry about... um. You know, uh, as let's just say, for example, when I was when I give a word, that I'm not quite sure. I say, hey, I think this is from God. Um, put this on the back burner, you know, put this on the shelf. Um, ask for confirmation for yourself. But I just saw this and this and I, you know, I don't quite like when you practice with other people of faith, you know, they can look at that. And, and I've had people say, oh, wow, that's from God or, you know, that that came true or that happened. Or, it really spoke to me or you know what, I've been in humility where, okay, that was not from God, that was actually a totally opposite from God, that was the enemy, I'm like, okay, I'm so sorry, you know, and they're like, okay, it's alright, when you're in a safe place, it's like, oh, I, I made a mistake, I'm not gonna fall down and be discouraged and never touch it again, like the bike, you know, but that's why I always do it in a place of church with people that are of faith that will not harm you in the sense of like or mock you or put you down for even trying but find people that actually would love to help you and that's where i've been in my place like three four years ago uh you know josh helped me out and it's 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 a wonderful like um so yeah josh. yeah and um you know to add to that you know I if you're really new to the prophetic, I really encourage you just have some good friends in church to really just go for this, you know, like like when I started, I had like maybe two to three friends that we just daily like had time of really understanding just what the prophetic is in scripture and even just, you know, other books, like I've learned some stuff of the prophetic through a uh, you know, Chris Valton from Bethel and Sean Boltz and, you know, some other books too. You know, they, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of good books, workshops on that. But, um, I would definitely just encourage just a few friends just when you're, when you're new to this. 
this is something that's come to my mind. Um, somebody might be listening to this and thinking, why would God talk to me with some of these silly things like, and I just get this sense of doubt that someone might be having doubt right now. Um, not in the fact of God speaking to them, but why would he speak things like, oh, hey, you forgot, um, or like, uh, don't take the, the train today. Don't take the bus today, but drive your car. Uh, hey, you left your keys on the counter. Like, don't close, don't lock the door, you know, on, on the way out. Or just things like that. Like, why would God do that? You know, and and here's the thing. Like, if you look back in Genesis, God spoke to Adam. He tended to him, you know. Um, he, he, uh, he He's so kind and loving that even when Cain murdered Abel, he had mercy on him. He said, God, like, you know, why am I going to be sent out? into the into the into the world you know i could be killed by anybody you know i'm marked for death now and he's like, anybody that kills you will be cursed seven times more or mm-hmm. something like that and um the way i could think on the top of my mind is that he loves you and he cares for you he's a loving father um and i just see that maybe somebody's struggling with like this religious aspect of like well the prophets in the Old Testament only gave warnings. They spoke strictly. They had missions. Okay, I get that. But I would say test and, and trust. Because once you have experienced what we have experienced in the sense of of hearing God and it actually coming. Because like the New Testament, now that we're not trying to get into God's presence in the sense of like by sacrifices, living a... Uh, by the Ten Commandments, like, you know, to live by the law is death. Like, I mean, to, to, to strive for that, but to live and abiding in Christ, because now it's it's different. Now he wants to teach you how to walk, how to live purely. And that is the beautiful thing of it. When you say, God, what, what do you want me to do today? How should I live my life? Is there anything wrong in my heart? Search my heart, oh Lord. Like, if you read Psalms, you will see how God spoke to God and how God speaks through him in his writing. And that's so beautiful. So right there, I just feel like God wants to speak to you because there's so much that he wants to to, 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 to tell you. It, it's not this made up fantasy or like, and I just see like maybe someone who might not be, uh, might even think that this is just stupid what we're talking about in the sense of like prophetic like why is he talk why are they talking like things like that like it doesn't line up with scripture in a sense or I never saw anybody talk like God's you know how to uh, like let's say for example Chris Valton talking about how he was fixing a car and God showed him an image of where the car w- was having a problem God wants to love you. It, it's every aspect of your life. If you invite him in, you know, it, it says Jesus knocks on the door to your heart, right? If he lives inside of you, that means he sees through your eyes. He sees everything. And why wouldn't he? So for us to question, why doesn't he want to speak to you in a certain way? Well, uh, are you God? You know, like uh, he can do what he wants to do. He can say what he wants to say. And he does not have to say what he does not want to say. He is God. And we are not to question that Mm-hmm. and um you know i also just encourage like you know have patience for yourself when it comes to the just cultivating a lifestyle in the prophetic um even just really having faith in it like you know 
I wouldn't really just worry about like why I'm not seeing like instant like visions or you know like why I'm not seeing the big thing and you know just just to be real with you there is a lot of times that I mean really a lot of times and I I can even say with others that there's times when God speaks he just was speaking a small still voice Mm -hmm. there's a lot of times like that and I'm not just discounting like the visions and angelic visitations or you know whatever god speaks through you know um but i just i i just think that you know god likes to speak small like and simple a lot of times it's simple just so he you can just really build your faith and being like okay maybe he is speaking that you and, know. and I want to give an example of my brother, um, not Josh, by the way, my actual brother. He was telling me how he got somebody a Christmas gift at work, and it was a uh, a um, tumbler or maybe a water bottle of some sort. It was a container, basically, to hold liquids. And uh, he didn't know, but the person, when they opened it and saw it, they said, Oh, man, like I, I need one of these. And he just said, and my brother told me, he said that he just felt led to buy, buy uh, her that. And my brother, sometimes, uh, you know, to through not trying to, like, put him down, or this is not even about that, but he tells me that sometimes he has to struggle with hearing God or really recognizing it. And I, you know, he, as he was telling me that, I was like, yeah, that's God teaching you. He, When you invite him in all aspects of your life, like, like um, today, I was looking to get someone a gift, and I said, <laughs> God, like, you know, what what do you want to give them? I invite him to partake in with him to show me or, you know, what to get. And I'll pass by something at the store and I'll look at it. And for some reason, it just hits me and I'm like, that. I don't know why. I'm mm-hmm. going to trust it. I could, I could doubt it. I could question it and say, mm, I don't know. Walk away. Or I could say, you know what? I'm going to try it. If they don't like it, great. It, 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 it's the fact is that I am willing to further hearing his voice that's my desire so if that's my desire to understand to hear his word more to and i, and I love his voice and and i'm and i'm like god i make mistakes but god i still believe that you still speak um i have gone to this part in my faith where i don't entirely question if it's from God anymore. And I know that sounds kind of scary. I'm not trying to say that perspective of like, oh, I get this thought and I just instantly do it. No, no, no. Um, it It's like, it's a hard, weird feeling. But when you, when you know his presence, that's another thing. That, when you get to know his presence even more, you don't even really need to question it as much. I mean, yes, I, I, there's always times where I see something and I go, huh? And then that's when I quite, I go, that one God or this one? I see this and I see this. Well, which one is it, God? Like, mm-hmm. help me, Lord. Okay, this one, boom. I just go with it. I don't always question it too much. I just say, okay, I feel, I trust that. Um, yeah, and you know, when it comes to that too, like, how I explain this, it's just the reason why we don't fear about questioning about this and like being afraid of, you know, being wrong it's just that you know it takes it takes time to us to really see what's God's heart when it comes to us speaking to that to a person or doing something what God speaks you know like if I am wrong I'm wrong and I will own up to it you know and 
I will, you know, I'll, I'll say to that person, I, I didn't hear God and it's okay. You know, we shouldn't be mm-hmm. afraid of looking like a fool to people, you mm-hmm. know, and we're going to look fools to people. I mean, I can tell you one thing, like <laughs> there's been times where I give prophetic words to people um, and I think I purposely erase those memories from my mind <laughs> because, uh, you know, embarrassments, like a lot of people like to forget those, but like, there's been times I give prophetic words to somebody and they're like, I don't have, you know, that, or I don't have this, you know, when it comes to like a word of knowledge or, you know, I'm trying to encourage them for like a certain thing and it doesn't hit, you know, and it's okay. You know, it's better to really Go out in faith and do nothing. If we mm. do not do anything, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of times mm. God will give that word to another person and it would not be that effective to hear it from that person than you. The reason mm. why God gives you a word is because you're going to speak it right to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you have the accent basically to speak that correctly to somebody to impact their just just their mind, their soul, and body of really just what's the truth, what God's speaking. I, I love how you brought up faith um, because when it, when it comes to faith, like, hold on, Lord. <laughs> it, I had it, and then it kind of, like, went away. Oh, oh good. It's, it, it's crazy. Like, you know, sometimes you'll have it, and then, um, okay. So, oh, there we go. Thank you, Lord. Um uh as as you spoke way earlier about um uh about lens or something i'll just perspective well i'll just say what kind of came to me was was that discernment oh yeah i was about discernment discernment uh the best kind of discernment is through a lens of love Mm -hmm. so uh, if i love josh and sometimes what i've learned is that we want to get right into the prophetic we want to hear god and we want to give a word and so i'm speaking to all the people who are brand new because people who are mature this stuff you kind of already know and this might not really uh really mean much to you i mean in the sense because you're like okay well whatever but some people want to get into the prophetic right away like hey man i just want to give a word to you like god i want to give a word to that person i want to do this and god's like no get to know that person first yeah so i'll be talking to josh and you know he'll be talking to me about his problems and i so there's also one other thing about prophetics declaration um i love how josh one time prophesied over me saying that i'm I'm, a, I'm like elijah in a sense it's just like a metaphor of how giving declarations and um just that encouragement because i was up on a mountain tabor and God t- called me to be an encourager. And so when I work through love, and I love people, God, you know, is love. He lands on me, and he speaks. But if I have anger, bitterness towards somebody, God's not going to really land on that. Why? What's your motive? Mm-hmm. To, to insult the person? Or to really upbring? Because prophet- prophecy is to uplift, to encourage, to build up the church into its members so if i um if i give a word to josh and i'm hearing his problems god also speaks through wisdom which and i started proclaiming this because wisdom is a gift and and i don't say this that it's shameful or it's prideful because the reason why i started saying that i am that i'm wise i have wisdom that god has given me is that when i say it, i don't try to say that i'm boasting in myself i'm boasting in the lord because i don't i used to think and i sometimes i still struggle sometimes with my words on saying it but i used to think that i'm dumb 
I'm stupid because I dropped out of college. I don't have any degrees. I'm 30 years old and I'm like, okay, God, like, uh, I don't think I'm that smart worldly. I don't have all this knowledge about fixing cars or all these different tools and skills that people have. And and yet, when it comes to certain traits of, like, counseling people, to helping out with people, like, you look at Solomon. God gave him wisdom. It says, it says ask. He will, not, he will give it freely. He, he won't even look at you badly. You know, I'm kind of paraphrasing that. But he will give wisdom freely. Just ask him. And I, and I started asking God, and I started reading through Proverbs, like, a lot. I remember, like, I think it was, like, last summer. I know I had to do 2019. I read Proverbs a lot, like... Daily, I ordered Proverbs in the summertime, and I just, God fueled me. Josh uh, here was telling me how when he started reading the book of Proverbs, like, he just literally felt more wise. And and wisdom is not always knowledge-based. It's not always, it's just like, okay, sometimes it can be about what's, what to do in a certain situation. Okay, well, that sounds not a, that doesn't feel safe, so I'll do that. Or, you know, you're driving your car and all of a sudden something happens and you pull over. It's like, should I get out and leave and walk to a mechanic or should I go to it? No, I don't feel that. I don't feel wise to do that. There's just those moments where with God's presence, he will tell you what to do. He will give you wisdom and that's how you know. And so I've had it where people will talk about their problems to me at work. People will tell me and I will give wisdom and feedback and I always bless the Lord. I always say, I feel like God, you know, I always tell him I, that was God like right there. Because I went not know. Mm-hmm. I tried to, and there might be times I may forget to give God glory. So God has forgiveness. I always want to try to, and remember to give him glory. But God does give wisdom. And so that's why I always say, yeah, I'm wise by the wisdom, by the wisdom that God has given me. By that allotment. I am otherwise, I am not wise. I am foolish. As a human without God, I am foolish. Apart from him, I can do nothing. And I really mean that. But, um, yeah, anyway, Josh? Yeah, you know, I feel like God's really speaking to me on this about wisdom, too. That's, I think, is important even when I speak it to me to remind myself. Uh, True wisdom uh, is aligned with God's will. It, it, has con- it concerns God's will. It, it's basically kind of, you know, saying, like, the fear of the Lord brings you to wisdom. You know, like, you know, like reverence. Yeah, reverence. It's really just like, you know, be aware of, you know, what God doesn't like. And, you know, you know, God's going to give it that, that to you. If you really love God, if you really desire God in your life, God will will show you his reverence and he will show you what he loves and what he does not like. And the right right there, that's prophetic. Like God's speaking to you right there and you, you didn't even know that. Um, and what's another thing? I had something else, but I totally forgot. <laughs> um, but, um, oh, wisdom, wis you know, the word of wisdom, a word of wisdom, I would say is another prophetic gift in its own. It's, it is a spiritual gift that's even shown in the, the, the nine gifts in the Bible. Um, but it's really, it's really a gift that's not really admired that much. Yeah. And uh, wisdom, you know, wisdom will bring you to a place of knowing what's right and wrong, especially in the prophetic. Oh, and one thing about the prophetic, too, I almost forgot about this. If you're going to give a prophetic to, word to somebody, make sure you're not doing like, thus says the Lord. Don't don't say to, to somebody directly, God said this. You know, like, there needs to be humility in that. Like, just really speak to somebody like, 
I feel, I feel, or I think God has spoken this to me. And, you know, if they're a brother and sister in Christ, it's best to say that because we both have the Holy Spirit living in us and the Holy Spirit will tell us if that's right or wrong. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to say though, um, as I've learned this recently, this is for anybody who is struggling with hearing God's voice or they believe they're hearing God's voice, but people are, are questioning if you hear God's voice. God has revealed to me. People who really question if you hear from God, God, God has revealed that those people don't really know, don't really believe they can hear from God themselves. And why I say that is that if you have been given a word and, and you have someone doubting, do you really hear from God? Are you sure it was from God? To me, right then, God, and so God, I, I, I just kept asking, I was like, God, like, you know, like, am I really supposed to do this? Like, I felt like you told me to do this. And then he just told me, like, those people don't really hear from me. And they don't have faith. So, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of, like, obvious in a sense. Like, I was like, wow, that makes total sense. Like, why are they so questioning me? If they hear from God, then they would they could ask God indirectly and, and say, God, are they... And what I'm talking about is... And this is not, I'm going to talk about this the, the next podcast. But about me going down to California and moving, some of my family members have been really upset. At least one in particularly that I have spoken and started telling him about like what I have been learning from God and not just from God but just in the sense well in the sense of like my own thoughts but from reading the word I would share with him like what God has spoken to me what I've learned from other sermons and he got really angry and just questioning saying I'm twisting scriptures and I'm like I don't understand what you're talking about because I'm telling you not just simple sentences because people can use simple sentence like a scripture and not give the full context of like the paragraph because the paragraph is the full idea. Sometimes you know what I'm saying. Like if you give a sentence, you're giving a certain thought that's in that whole thought, that whole paragraph. And so I was like, I don't understand what you're saying because it doesn't make sense. Um, because I'm telling you very obviously what God has shown me, and that person was taking it the wrong way. And it's like those moments where he, God revealed to me they don't really hear from Him. And it's also, it can come from a place of fear, doubt, insecurities, because it's like, wait, they hear from God and I don't. No. And this family member is older than me by like, you know, 20, 30 years. And so like it can come with pride. Like I'm older and I've been, you know, following God for so long. How come I don't hear God like that? And that's where the childlike faith, you have to come in humility, trusting, coming with love and accepting what he has to say, even if it sounds bad, you have to accept the good. And like Job says, surely should we not have accept the bad things from God and and not just only the good things. So if it's and, and I take that as this, if God's correcting me and saying, "Hey, stop that! Don't do that. That's bad for you." Okay, God, if you're struggling with something completely different, you know it and you recognize it, but you're you're says the righteous will fall seven times. Different story, different thing, but um. And- uh, you know, it's yeah, a, 13 minutes and something to add to that too. That's, you know, kind of comes to my mind of a concern. Um, but also what I experienced in my testimony is that never make competition with who hears the most mm-hmm. of, of God. The thing about that is that God's going to shut, shut down. Like God's going to, you know, not really want to, you know, be in that. There's times that I've seen, even from my my testimony, where 
I would have this sort of pride and be like, you know, like, I can hear more. And then I would try to find people to give prophetic words to. And a lot of times it comes in embarrassment in the end. And so, mm-hmm. you know, just never compare who hears the most because really the end of the day, we all hear the same. God's constantly speaking to us when we are not aware. Mm-hmm. Like God. So here's the thing, you know, and I say this and like, when it comes to aligning of the gospel, like Jesus, he died for our sins and to have a relationship with us. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing to have a relationship with God. And I believe this is communication with him. Mm -hmm. If you do not have communication with God, it's not a true relationship. Amen. And you know, God, God loves us. Really. The reason why God wants us to hear his voice. He wants to have a life with us. You know, he wants to really bring uh, a symbology. He wants to bring the garden back. Not an actual garden, you know, physically garden. But he wants to bring back that fellowship that he had with Adam and Eve in the beginning. And, you know, we can start having that. Having that. You know, not like he's physically walking with us here. But, you know, in heaven, you know, we will have that. But right now, God's really building us up to have that fellowship with him right now so it's really not awkward in heaven (laughs) you know to uh you know not awkward in heaven to be like oh this is first time we're talking (laughs) but um yeah i i feel that's the biggest thing just realize that god wants to live life with you um we got 10 minutes left and so i know that josh did have a message you want to give and i just feel it on my heart mid mid uh midweek message uh podcast next time i meet with you but I feel like there's something of affirmation that I want to give. Um, and it's this. And I just feel like this is the last part. Um, just words of encouragement for people who are listening. And as if you like to join in and just hear these things, maybe to just repeat them. But as I'm going to go into this kind of like prayer... And Josh, if you wanted to say anything that you see, mm. um, anything encouraging, okay. uh, if it's maybe insight, if it's words of knowledge, wisdom, anything, mm. just go ahead and I'm going to start, start praying and just, uh, and if there's anything else you have left to say. Mm, I think it's good. I mean, unless the Holy Spirit's going to bring more, I don't feel it. <laughs> okay. So Father, um, as I just listen, Father, like I just want to share what I felt is on my heart. So, people listen, if you, if you just want to repeat after me, God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. He cares for me. He deeply cares for me. There is no greater love than someone dying for another person, for a brother dying for someone else. Jesus died for me. I can hear God. Mm-hmm. I can hear His voice. He yes. says that my sheep will know my voice. Mm-hmm. I believe, I trust that I can hear and I receive all the blessings, everything that he wants to give me with the corrections, with any rebukes, any and all of it, God. Anything that comes from the Father, Everything that is perfectly good comes from the Father of Lights. Every good and perfect gift comes 
from the Father mm-hmm. of Lights. And also, I'm sorry, I'm oh, go ahead. in here. You can, you can uh, go right ahead. Yeah. Right in. Um, also, guys, I just encourage you to speak this out loud to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do it alone in the car or whatever, you know, no worries. Um, just really speak this because words have power. When you speak just just the truth, mm-hmm. it yes. will bring, it really just manifests and it really, mm-hmm. you know, speaking the words of God like through the Bible and whatever he's speaking to you will bring breakthrough. He loves me. Yes. He loves me. You are not, you're not a disappointment. <sighs> yes, Jesus. I want to take one step closer to you. Mm-hmm. I want to be near you. Jesus. You're my father. Yes. You're wanted. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He has greater plans that you do not know yet. adored by him mm-hmm. I am his child he is not ashamed of me mm-hmm. he doesn't look at my problems with disgust but he is one that knows the solution mm-hmm. he is with me he is for me and not against me nothing nothing say it again nothing nothing can separate me me. from the love of God. Mm -hmm. There is nothing. Mm -hmm. So when you come to the Father, whatever sin, whatever doubt, let it roll away. Yes. When I come to the Father and I come on my knees and I worship Him and I come as I am, He will never turn away anybody who comes to him. Nope. Nobody. When you come to the Father and you start to draw near to him, he will receive you. Yes. And God, I just ask you to renew minds right now in Jesus' name. God, I just ask that you just really bring a fire over people's hearts in the name of Jesus. God, I just ask that they will experience the love of God like no other God. And God, I just ask that... You would even just bring even more discipline. Lord, I discipline really for, you know, just our lives, God. Lord, I just ask that they will just meditate on your words day and night, just like it says in the book of Joshua, God, that they'll meditate on your truth, God. God, I just ask ask the truth of your words will fill them up in Jesus' name. Um, So, Father, I just pray healing and a breakthrough, God. Anybody who's been stuck in a prison of negativity thoughts, anybody who's been trapped, God, by a spirit of anxiety, a spirit of fear, God, we break loose that right now in Jesus' name, and we we, we, we actually bind up, and we loosen joy, we loosen peace, God, we bind up anxiety, we bind up fear, God, we bind up doubt, Pray for protection over everyone listening, over their minds, over their hearts, Lord. A covering around them, Father. A hedge of protection, Lord. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. God, there's grace, God. You give us grace. Lord, I just ask that just they know what the meaning of grace is, God. That, you know, that if we have fallen, God, we can get back up, God. 
God, I just ask shame be gone of this place right now in the name of Jesus. And I also feel this word too. God wants to deliver you. God wants you to come out of that cage, mm-hmm. that imprisonment that the enemy has entrapped you. And I received that for myself. I'm not going to deny there has there's moments that I have struggled really hard with my thoughts because the enemy likes yeah. to press in. But I know that when sin runs deep, you know when the enemy comes in, grace runs deeper. So there's no shame. And um, as I always want to speak this too, not just with a full of encouragement, repent, turn away from sin. Sin is heavy. It weighs you down. And God wants to wash you. He washed the apostles' feet. So come to come to the Father. Run to Him. It's about Him. It's always going to be about Jesus. Yes. Jesus. Lord, I just ask that if there's anything of trauma, that it will be healed right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just ask if there's anybody that feels stuck, that Lord, that you get them unstuck in Jesus' name. Any situation, God, I just ask you bring a breakthrough right now in the name of Jesus. And God, I just ask that they can even just take that in faith. And God, I just ask that even tonight or the morning or wherever they're speaking this, God, that things will start changing. In the name of Jesus. God does want to heal you. The ailment that you may have, if you do have one, God wants to heal you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Believe and trust that He is faithful, yet when we are not faithful, He is our healer, He is our provider, He is our, pro- uh, our protector. Lord, as these words that are given tonight, Lord, don't let them just echo just as if human uh, conception or human mind, God, or human thought, Lord. But, Lord, let these words have power and authority, God, to heal, to uplift the people who are listening, Father. I thank you, Jesus. And, Josh, if there's anything last mm. you want to say, it's really got like a minute left. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, and I just even just say, like, Give yourself grace. Love yourself as God loves you. Just make sure that you're not giving yourself a hard time. We all we all fall down. Just make sure you're not going to beat yourself up. God loves you more than that to beat yourself up. And so have grace on yourself, especially this year. In Jesus' name. His grace is sufficient for you. The righteous fall seven times when they get back up. So now as we're about to end this, um, I just... Thank you guys for listening. Um, Just share this with your friends, with your family members. If this has encouraged you, and I pray and and, uh, just hope it does. And may the Lord bless you as you journey to learn more about Him um, and just to pursue Him. And as the as the um, my my title of my podcast, you know, the show uh, is called Kingdom Seekers. It's first seek the kingdom, and then all these things will be added. So thank you. Uh, Josh for being here on the, thank you on this and uh, we'll see you actually maybe halfway this next week uh, with another episode but God bless you guys bye